It's the Human Construction Site. The Human Construction Site Podcast. It's the Human Construction Site. It's the Human Construction Site Podcast. My name is Joey Hernandez. I've been a personal trainer for over 30 years. I've trained hundreds of clients doing thousands of workouts. And now I'm host of a podcast and blog. I want to be your personal trainer right here online behind this microphone. So come on, join me each week. We may be getting older, but we ain't going down without a fight. So here it is, the middle of June, my friends, and the official summer has begun. But for those wanting to maintain their current weight, or even to lose additional weight, you can't afford to take the summertime off. Eating healthy and living a healthy lifestyle is a year-round quest that includes almost all days, and for many that are truly, truly serious, that will include holidays and also vacation times. You didn't work as hard as you have through the winter and spring months just to have the summer start out nicely, you showing off your hard work, and then because of poor choices, by the second half of the summer, you are beginning to cover yourself up again and hide because you have slid back into negative habits. And I'm sure... You have a million excuses to justify why that happens. Thank you for joining me today. This is Joey Hernandez, and excuses are our main topic in this, the 63rd episode of the Human Construction Site Podcast. Have you ever listened to other diet and fitness podcasts? As part of my research and trying to keep up to date with what is out there, I often go through the list of available podcasts and I pick one or two each week to listen to just to get a bit of the lay of the land as it exists out in the podcasting world. In almost all of the other podcasts that I have sampled, you find a host that is usually a personal trainer or a nutritionist, and each week they have an interview guest discussing fitness and nutrition topics. While the guest interview style of podcasting is the most common, when I decided to create my show, I really wanted to do it in a way that I would seem as close to an in-person personal trainer as possible. Were you to hire a personal trainer to work with you at whatever gym you go to, you would not be paying each week to have them bringing a guest and having a discussion about various topics with you just as the listener. No, you would hire a personal trainer to give you direct one-on-one insight and really (laughs) to basically kick your ass. Now, with a wealth of information at your fingertips on the internet, personal training isn't so much about getting information to you, but rather a person that you need to be accountable to each week, with the trainer guiding you 
and doing what is necessary to motivate you and evaluate your success. Now, obviously, with me here sitting behind a microphone in my studio, I cannot do personal evaluations. I would love to. I would love to have you all lined up outside my front door, but we have to work with reality. Although, as I often mention, I do love to hear from listeners who tell me their personal stories, their struggles, their mistakes, and then hopefully their eventual resolution of those obstacles but I cannot see you each individually. But I can provide part of the personal training service that you will not find in other podcasts. Believe me, I am a super, super positive up person. I believe in success, and I believe in looking at life's mistakes as learning lessons that show us the eventual pathway to achieving our goals. And while I do my best to keep my message as uplifting as possible, the most important aspect of personal training is this need to check in and be responsible for your choices regarding eating and training. And were you to be paying me weekly to train you in your gym, you would not be looking for someone just to constantly give you a thumbs-up positivity and dismissing the mistakes that you make to the point where they're not analyzed and used in your learning process, but rather they're just pushed aside with another super positive quote. That would tire (laughs) really quickly, and you'd be wasting your money each week. That is not what you need a trainer for. You need a trainer who is honest enough and direct enough to tell you where your mistakes are and to give you suggestions for overcoming those mistakes and then making sure that you do something about it. And making sure that you do something about it sometimes is not just going to be pleasant platitudes. And so with this podcast, I am stepping into the role of your personal trainer who you must answer to and explain to. Or, because of reality in this case, you're going to have to explain and answer to yourself out loud as a self-analyzer of why you did or did not stay on whatever eating plan and exercise routine you are currently pursuing. Or... Perhaps you're one of those that listen to me each week, always intending to do something to start, yet week after week, you get nowhere. You might say to yourself each and every week that this, this is really, really, really going to be the week that you start. Really, (laughs) really, this one. And then it becomes next week, and then the next week, and then the next week. The listeners I do most often hear from are those that are having a hard time either getting started or are stumbling a bit in the first few weeks. And it seems most of you discuss your diet and weight loss issues more than I hear from people regarding workout routines and fitness questions. As 2015 started, I tried to give you countdowns of how many weeks it was until Memorial Day. I tried to show you that it was a clock ticking that was nearing the start of summer vacation time. I always do that with clients, and I even do it in my fitness classes I teach. 
because it's so easy to blindly stick your head in the sand and not pay attention to how close that time really is approaching. And then, ta-da! Suddenly, there it is. And I try to always mention that even if you haven't gotten started yet, that there was still X number of weeks that you could still make progress. And yet many of you still, still did not do something about it. Do you think that athletes that are successful, both those that pursue it full-time and even just the weekend warriors that work regular jobs five days a week, and then really pursue their nutrition and fitness with great intensity on the weekends. Do you believe that they always have a clear and easy path in their training? Because of course they don't. Personal troubles, other commitments, and even health-related issues come up for all those athletes as well. But there burns a motivation within the ones that are successful they will simply not let anything interfere with their focus and ability to reach their goals. These are the people that do not allow excuses to get in their way. People who have trained intensely for years have learned a way to build life's stumbles and time restraints into their training management. They know that these kind of situations are going to come up for everyone. And unless they find a way to deal with it, to focus attention constantly back to their pursuit, then they will not be the best. They will not be their best. The most successful people in all fields are at the top of their game because they know life is going to throw in obstacles and part of their climb up the ladder to personal success allows for those stumbles. It is expected, and therefore it can be overcome with acceptance of personal responsibility, prioritizing, and not making excuses that outside influences or other people keep them from their goal. If they do not reach their goal, they know that it is because they did not put in the intensity that was necessary. And so I'm going to start asking the same of you. Let's start this discussion knowing and accepting it. If you are not reaching your weight loss goals or your fitness goals or any personal goals, that it comes down to you. You are the only one that can change that. And if you truly want it, if you truly, truly want it, nothing and no one will stand in your way. I recently watched this past season of Dancing with the Stars. One of the contestants was an Iraqi war veteran who had lost an arm and a leg in battle. Yet this man refused to be taken down by his limitations. With only one arm and one leg of his own, he was able to rise up to the finals of this dance contest. And as I sat there and watched, all I kept thinking was how could I ever let my life's problems that so greatly pale in comparison ever keep me from being the best 57-year-old that I could possibly make myself? And so, folks, 
How can you let your life problems, including difficulty with motivation, stop you from being the very best you are at your age? I know life can be difficult. I know finances can be difficult. I know health-related problems can be difficult. And I truly do know that when you haven't been dieting and working out, when you look at the amount of work that needs to be done, I know that that can be very overwhelming. And that is why I have always said to clients that have a lot of work to do, that you must focus on small increments and reaching those small milestones before you ever look at the big picture. Don't look at that big picture yet. It's scary. If you focus like a horse in a race with blinders on just a small amount of weight or a conservative amount of time that you will go to the gym, you really can achieve that. Even if you have 100 pounds to lose, if you just focus on the first 10 pounds, you can achieve that. If you have not been going to the gym and having a more toned and muscular body is important to you, you begin by getting a membership in place and just getting yourself to walk in the door of the facility one or two days per week. That's all. That's all you focus on. You do not let yourself become overwhelmed with a greater task, but rather keep your goals short and attainable so that you will feel success, and that success will motivate you to go to the next hurdle. And the race is won by overcoming one hurdle at a time. And now comes the most difficult part. This is where I truly need to step up as your trainer. And I speak not only to the ones that cannot get started, but also to the ones that try and try again, and yet make excuses as to why you cannot continue forward and have success. This is where I really need to get hard-nosed with you. I laid out a diet for you a number of podcasts ago. This was a diet that I developed in the mid-80s that I personally lost 83 pounds in just under six months. I then developed this diet to have more nutrition, a balance of food types, and sufficient caloric intake to allow you to lose weight and at the same time have sufficient energy to build muscle. And this is a tried and true diet. No gimmicks, nothing expensive that you have to buy, no bizarre pills or drinks or extremes in food selection. And yet in the contacts that I have had with people regarding this diet, I hear the same excuses that I have heard for 30 years. And you know what, folks? It's all a bunch of whining. I'm going to get to do some impressions right now. I don't want to get a food scale. I don't want to have to think and plan so much. I don't want to have to measure things. This diet doesn't have any of my favorite things on it. It's summertime, and it's vacation time, and I shouldn't have to worry about my food. I want to eat what I want. Oh, oh, oh. 
But did I mention I still want to lose weight at the same time? Maybe not so much. You could pay top dollar to a nutritionist to develop a diet very similar to what I have laid out for you for free. They would sit there and go food by food with you. They would design a diet that consists of several small meals spread throughout the day. How brilliant. They would get you to increase your vegetables and fruit and fiber. Even more brilliant. They would suggest you reduce your processed foods and sugar. And then you would probably pay a high cost for them to suggest specific foods that you would agree to and that I can assure you will not be the foods that you so desperately want. And that nutritionist would want you to work on portion size control. Where have we heard about that before? And you would probably try, go to a couple of appointments, paying quite a bit of money, and then giving up because you're not offered the magic pill that will allow you to stuff your face and lose weight at the same time. Get over it. The science of weight loss has not changed very much in the last few decades. Merely the way to track your progress and calories via our electronic devices and an array of prepackaged foods that can be sold to you. Those are the really the big changes that we've seen happen. The formula of, if you take in more calories than you burn, you gain weight. If you take in less calories than you burn, you lose weight. Stays the same. And it always, always, always will be that way. Always. That is the biology of your body. And you can look as many places as you want to try to get around that concrete formula. But folks, you're never going to find it. So tell me, how many times are you going to abuse your body and yo-yo your weight up and down? How many times are you going to choose something drastic that puts your body and your mind through severe stress as you quickly try to undo the damage that your consumption of food has done? You make an attempt... You probably have some mild to moderate success. And then what do you do? You go back to eating exactly the same things and exactly the same way as you did before. So I ask you, how many times? Remember, with each time that you do this yo-yo dieting, as you age, you are slowing down your metabolism to the point where your body will fight you and not give you the results. In fact, as you age, you do damage to your body by yo-yoing your weight up and down. Have you ever said one of these phrases? I don't have enough time. I'm too tired after working. I work hard all the time, so at least I have food as my escape. I'm too old to start. I can't afford the gym or a health club, so I will start once I get more money. I just don't want to walk into a gym and not know what I'm doing, and I can't afford a personal trainer, so until the time that things are better, it's just going to have to wait. 
I feed a husband and children and it's too costly to make separate food. My health isn't all that good, so I'm going to wait until I feel better. Diets are too complicated. All that keeping track and counting calories and figuring out how much to eat. Who has the time and energy for that? I am not going to tell you that some of those reasons are not valid. Everyone has time limitations. Most people are tired at the end of the day. Many people have financial issues that keep them from being able to have a membership and a private trainer to get them started. And certainly food can be a problem if your family and friends are not on board, just as we discussed in the last podcast. And there are certainly other valid reasons why you are limited in what you can do. But folks, what is the other option? We know your health will suffer and your energy will suffer as your body fat increases. All of those issues will become more difficult. But what I want you to realize is that you make choices every day that take up your time, your energy, and your finances. Many of those things that you regard as, quote, finally something for me, unquote, such as hanging out with your friends, consuming fat-laden foods, drinking alcohol, taking a vacation where you have buffets to eat all day. Many things are choices that you could make in a different way, a positive way for your diet and your health. And you know that is true. Probably not everything, but... A lot more than what we want to believe. And here is the bottom line, as harsh as it may sound. Remember all those many days when you left the dinner table or you left a party, uh, maybe a Thanksgiving dinner, where you might have said, I'm so full. I'd love to take a nap now. I can barely move. I couldn't possibly eat another thing. Remember those kinds of times? Because we have all said them. Everyone who's in the sound of my voice has said one of those phrases at some point, and definitely, definitely including myself. And you know what? This is payment for those excessive times. Whatever weight is on you that you would like to diet down, it didn't happen overnight. Each time you had one of those meals where you said one of those kinds of phrases, you were making a choice. And what makes you think that you can undo all of those choices that you did time and time again? What makes you think you can undo them in the blink of an eye? It takes work to undo these mistakes you have made. You needed to make the mistakes, though, in order to learn But like a child putting their hand on a hot stove, you're supposed to learn from the mistakes and then change. Stop doing what doesn't work for you. So why should it be easy? It shouldn't be. 
Plain and simply, it should not be an easy thing to undo the potential of years of abuse of your body. And perhaps you don't even realize that to undo those years does not take years. Your body will lose weight and become fitter faster than it took for it to get out of shape and overweight. And that is a gift to you. That is a gift your body gives you to help treat it properly. But with your continued abuse, let there be no question about it. Your body will take that gift away. You will have messed with your body so many times that after a while, it's just not going to lose the weight as easily. Whatever magic moment, magic pill, influx of money, retirement, whatever you believe needs to change before you get started is simply not going to happen. You know this. You can try to lie to yourself, but you know the truth. You just don't want to face it. So if I can keep even a few of you alive a few more years because you finally get your ass up off the couch and begin to do at least something, something, anything, something, then I'm going to feel like I've made some sort of impact in the world. If you are a parent, do you accept your children's excuses for why they do not get something done? Chores or schoolwork, whatever their responsibilities are, I will bet good money that you do not take excuses from them. Certainly not over and over again. So why don't you grow up and be a parent to yourself and stop making excuses yourself? Every one of you, every single one of you can do something. Change a few items of your diet to be more nutritious. Park your car at the mall, not in the nearest parking spot, but at the end of the parking lot and walk to the damn mall. That drives me crazy. Oh my God, that drives me crazy when I'm with someone and they drive around and they drive around looking for that spot that's maybe just a couple more spaces closer to the mall. Because God forbid we walk. Or listen to my podcast about abdominal work and begin to do a few exercises on the floor of your home that will take you less than 15 minutes per day. You owe it to yourself. In many cases, the stress that you feel right now because of other commitments, five years from now, will probably not be there as the same thing. But knowing you, and hey, maybe I know you as well as I know myself, I feel like I'm starting to get to know people via these messages. You are probably just going to change whatever stress is going on right now to something else that will stress you in the future. Think back to what stressed you five years ago. Is that particular thing still going on? Because people that always seem to have stress in their life will always have stress in their lives. You manifest it. And then you know what happens? More excuses. Because although the stress will change five years from now, so will your body. 
and it's going to get worse. You will be more out of shape. You will be more overweight. You will have less energy, poor sleep cycles. Your skin will look older. You will be more susceptible to viruses. You will increase your chances of cancer and heart disease. But hey, at least you had some time to go shopping, right? <sighs> Believe me, folks, I say this from a point of reference of myself, too. Many times over the years. I don't know the reaction that this podcast is going to get. If some of you have started to listen to me weekly, I'm going to lose a segment of you by speaking as honestly as I am right now. But if I can change a life for the better, just one life, you unsubscribing to my podcast is a small price for me to pay. If you find yourself angry by what you're hearing, you are the people that need to hear this the most. People that have been doing well will listen to this without it bothering them, maybe even giving themselves a bit more pride in the accomplishments they have made. It is the ones that are angered by these words that need most to think about your lives and how you can change them for the better. Small steps, folks. All you have to do is small steps moving forward. My whole philosophy is based on not trying to change your behaviors 100% all at once, but rather do it incrementally, changing aspects of your food, beginning to move more, beginning to be more self-aware of your body so that you can stay motivated and keep moving however slowly is necessary but in the right direction. Prioritize your time. Make whatever you imagine you are going to do in the future something that you do now. Because ultimately, it's always today. That's a bizarre concept. But every day is always today. Every day we have the same choices when we awaken in the morning. So make your choices wisely. Self-parent and work on self-discipline because ultimately every one of you could make better choices. Each morning, better choices just for that one day, which is today. Every one of you, every one of us, and I include myself in this, could make better and healthier choices at the start of each day. If a man with one arm and one leg can manage to be in the finals of a dance competition, every one of us have nothing to bitch about. This has been the 63rd podcast of the Human Construction Site Podcasts. My disclaimer will follow. Please give it a listen if you have not had the chance before. This is Joey Hernandez wishing you all a no-excuse life. Bye, folks. Hey, folks, Joey Hernandez here of the Human Construction Site Podcast, and this is a pre-recorded disclaimer that I'm going to insert into each episode of the podcast. So please give me just a moment of your listening time and listen to this disclaimer.
First of all, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Human Construction Site podcast. I hope that the information that you receive from the podcast is unique and useful to you in your quest to live a healthier and more vibrant life. I have been a personal trainer for over 30 years. This podcast and the Human Construction Site blog that it is tied to are based on my opinions and my experience working with clients all these years. I am not, 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 not a doctor. I ask that any and all information that you receive from me, as well as anywhere else on the internet or on TV or on websites, books, wherever the source, that you discuss that and review it with your personal physician before implementing any kind of lifestyle changes. Your doctor knows you best. He or she knows your personal medical history, knows your medications, your family's history, and together you with your physician should have a dialogue to ensure that any changes are right for you. So please, 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 please consult your doctor. Thank you. Mm -hmm.